All right, hey, what's hey. going on, America? And welcome to uh, the very last episode of the show. Uh, Wait, what? I'm just kidding. It's okay, April, good. It's April Fool's Day. So, uh, you know, dad joke, I guess. Uh, no, the title of this episode is going to be... I don't know. This might be wordy, but like in 2022, every day is April Fool's Day or something like that. Oh, so, I think that's good. Something along those lines. Yeah, but sometimes we do it too long. And, and when you watch it on the screen, like you can't even see like the witty part of the episode title that we try to do. And so fix it, Apple. But You're see, killing me what, here. That's I'm what we tell to, people so that way they can at least enjoy it in the podcast. I guess so. Today, even though it is Friday and the last day of the week, today is actually the official start of the new month. So I do have some exciting news. You can't pre-applaud the exciting news. Well, you said it's exciting. That was a premature applause. I'm I sorry. hope you're proud of yourself. They make medications for that. Anyway, the point <laughs> is last month was the most downloaded month of the podcast since the podcast started. It was the most downloaded ever. Now would be the appropriate. There we go. All right. There we go. It's because I'm back, guys. It's the most anticlimactic announcement I've ever made. I'm sorry. Because of a premature applause. Anyway, okay. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, You guys have responded super well to the new format of the show and we really appreciate that and uh you know the numbers speak for themselves i mean it's been really cool the analytics of the show used to be you know we talk about a topic that was going Mm -hmm. on and it would skyrocket and it would plummet because you know after two days the topic's dead right and then i mean it looked like you know like a mountain yeah like dogecoin yeah 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 pretty much and uh now it's really cool to watch uh, the drops be, you know, maybe 20% of what the drops used to be. And, and so we can only equate that to the fact that we are now giving uh, content that can be used and absorbed and consumed uh, even after perhaps that news cycle uh, has gone. Oh, yeah, two months down the road, some of the stuff we've been talking about now could still be relevant. Correct. And and so I'm really excited about that. And so, you know, even though today is April Fool's Day, I thought it would be a interesting episode to talk about things that you would think that you're waiting on the punchline for Mm -hmm. April Fool's, but it's actually not an April Fool's joke. And it is, in fact, reality of where we actually are. So this segment could be called April Reels. April Reels Day. Ooh. No, I like the other one better. But it's good. I do like it. I do like it. I'm trying. We could hashtag that. Either way, the point. Um, We live in a crazy world. We live in a crazy society right now. Things are nuts, and it really is hard to discern uh, truth from fiction, or more specifically, truth from flat-out lies. And it is amazing the amount of what was called fake news, uh, fact-checked as false information. Uh, it's amazing how many things have now been like, oh, yeah, no, that's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so I figured this episode, we could just do like a recap of all the things that are now true 
that have become true on April Fool's Day. It's so weird. So it's kind of like that sitcom episode where they just go back and revisit all the old episodes. Exactly. But, but, but I'm not making this up. There's so many things that as of this morning have been completely and utterly been proven true. Mm-hmm. On April Fool's Day, the irony is just off the charts, ironic, some of these things, okay? Uh, But before we get into this epic list that will either make you laugh or cry, let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody, we all know that health insurance premiums suck. That's Mm -hmm. right, I said it, they're terrible. But did you know that actually one in six claims with insurance that you pay for actually get Denied. 250,000 people with health insurance went bankrupt last year due to medical costs, and there's nothing stopping insurance companies and hospitals from continuing to raise the prices. That's why I love this group called Crowd Health. It is changing the way that we think healthcare should work. They're actually putting community back in the word community healthcare. You pay one low monthly total to fund your account. And get access to the crowd health community. It's less than $200 a month for most people. 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the health care cost of the community. You'll pay the first 500 of a health care event. The rest gets submitted to crowd health community members for funding. And unlike insurance, you're not limited by doctor networks when you're looking for care. Don't let health care costs stand between you and your future. Join Crowd Health today. Right now, you can get your first six months for just $99 per month. That's almost 50% off the normal price and a lot less than a high deductible health care plan. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com and use the promo code GRAHAM. That's G-R-A-H-A-M at sign up. That's joincrowd health.com promo code Graham. Crowd Health is not insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. So first things first. Uh, announced this morning. You remember how I used to say that Raggedy Ann or Peppermint Patty, uh, Jen Saki, mm-hmm. um, Chucky's mom, as some people <laughs> like to respond to her. Um, I knew and so did everybody else. They're like, oh, she's fixing to leave the White House. She's fixing to get a job. At uh, you know, one of these left-leaning media outlets, and everybody's like, "That is ridiculous." There's no way, blah 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 blah. Well, as of this morning, uh, Jen Psaki announces that she's leaving the the White House to host a prime time show on MSNBC, and she's leaving in May. Literally, now thirty days, she's gone out of there. Boop. See you later. Gone. Dang. Pretty much. Since she's going to MS, MSNBC, there we go. She'll still be working for Joe Biden, essentially. But you yeah. know, the, the the things have changed. A lot of people have speculated, you know, because that's Rachel Maddow's network. Uh, Rachel Maddow, because she had been proven wrong on so many things, took like a sabbatical, uh, which we now know because of CNN and all this other stuff that sabbatical means fired <laughs> you know but but either way uh good news to all 12 viewers of msnbc you'll be getting a healthy dose of raggedy ann um speaking of other things that we knew to be true okay um cnn's uh reporting that they continue to have now it has been 
over a year and a half now since Donald Trump left office, CNN still reports quarter over quarter degrowth, uh, 55% loss in viewerships across the board. And CNN has been riddled with uh, controversy, has been riddled with all this stuff. Everything that we said was true once upon a time. Like, there's no way that uh, Chris Cuomo didn't know what his governor brother was doing and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Everybody said we're spreading misinformation. It's not true. Bam. Come to find out it is. He gets fired. And then what does he do? Hey, you know, we've read reports that there's been some, um, you know, uh, sexual advances and perhaps even pedophilic activities from execs in CNN. Oh, that's misinformation. That's false information. That's fact check. Dang your account. Kick you off social media. And then wouldn't you know it? The president of the company, and then the vice president of the company, then producers of Chris Cuomo's show. CNN is just tanking. It is an imploding force of just degradation and despair. And all this stuff becomes true on April fool's day it's so interesting to me uh i saw a couple jokes it was like um we don't need any april fool's jokes because we've already got a clown in office i thought that was pretty funny that one was pretty good um either way all right moving on so here's some interesting things um let's just do i don't know a basic recap on all the things that a year and two or two years ago were not only false information but but you would be eradicated yeah. if you said these things. Okay, so let's just start off with the obvious. Um, Hunter Biden's laptop officially real. Uh, Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates, has now actually put it into the uh, the House record. Like it is on file now for forever. It can never be erased. It is on the House record of them inquiring about the laptop of Hunter Biden, which. When the news broke in October of 2020, right before the election, mm -hmm. New York Post, all these places got suppressed. Facebook, Twitter killed it. They're like, we're killing this. It cannot be spread because we do not know if it's true or not. Now we know that the FBI had the laptop back in 2019. Literally, there's videos of Matt Gates interviewing the assistant director of the cyber division of the FBI. And he confirms they had the laptop a year before the report of the laptop even came out. After when that report comes out, they said, no, you can't talk about that because we don't know if it's real or not. The FBI had it a year before it even broke. And the worst part about it is now three years later, after they initially got the laptop, which proves that Hunter Biden had backdoor deals with Ukraine and China and mm -hmm. Russia, that the big guy, Joe Biden, did in fact have meetings with these people. All this stuff has now been proven true. And the assistant director for the FBI tells Congressman Matt Gates on record in front of Congress, I don't know where the laptop is. And wow. and Matt Gates is like <laughs> Matt Gates is like, what do you what do you mean you don't know where the laptop is? Are you not the director or the assistant director of cyber? How do you not know where the laptop is? Hang on. Just don't don't take my word for it. Just listen to this. 
All right, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's six minutes long, but 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 you can hear the beginning, the 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 back and forth that I'm talking about. Listen to this. This is the assistant director of FBI Cyber. Okay, one more time. This is the there's only one person higher than this dude on the cyber division yeah. of the FBI. Okay, w- one more time. There is only one person higher than this guy on the cyber division of the FBI. I don't know if you know this, but in 2022, the cyber division of the FBI is a very important division of the FBI because everything is online. But either mm-hmm. way, here we go. All right, listen to this exchange. This is the stuff that you cannot make up, and it feels like an April Fool's joke, but yet it is not. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18, or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about Computer intrusions, right? Using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked network. about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter 02. <laughs> he drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI. And what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI Cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago. Yes, sir. That's an accurate statement. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it, it. You you sit here and you're like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest part about this. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's so easy for us to get because the news cycle changes so constantly. But in October of 2020, when the New York Post broke this story. You were banished off of the internet if you even uttered the words laptop. Mm-hmm. And worst of all, there's at least 30 caught on camera instances where Joe Biden himself said it's Russian disinformation. Everything's Russian dis- disinformation. Uh, here's another thing Hillary Clinton. <laughs> was just ordered to pay FEC fines because they made up the Steele dossier about Russian collusion in the 2016 election. And everybody's just like, just passing it by like, oh, okay. That was the entire thing that they did against President Trump in the first, the Mm -hmm. the whole thing, the Steele dossier, all those it turns out that it was actually Hillary Clinton that colluded with Russia to try to interfere in the presidential election. Like this is now real. And it's so real that now she has to pay federal fines for doing it. How she's not in prison. If, if they had been able to prove that Donald Trump had done it, he'd be in prison. Oh, big time. He'd be in prison, but because it's Hillary Clinton and now, They're saying that Obama knew 
Hillary Clinton made up the Russian collusion to distract from her emails. People are starting to like turn on everybody. They're like, no, 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 no. You're not going to put it on me. Uh, Obama knew. <laughs> Obama knew uh, because the heat was on her about the emails, et cetera, et cetera. So they made up this Russian collusion thing. Turns out they did. In fact, it is now proven true, accurate. This isn't whether you love President Trump or you don't. They spied on his campaign. As a private citizen, he was spied on. And everybody just, <laughs> just, you know, scoots it on by. Oh, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. All right, let me tell you about Birch Gold, the global upheaval caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the crippling sanctions on Russian trade are showing to have massive, and I mean massive, ripple effects across the world, including right here in the U.S. And it's not just at the gas pump. Food prices are soaring right now. To quote President Biden, with regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. Wow. You write, he should write poetry at this point. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket as the dollar becomes worth less every single day. Transition some of your nest egg to something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started now. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. So, what are you waiting on? The answer is absolutely nothing. It's free. So text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Again, there is no obligation to get this info. So go right now and text the word Graham to 989898 now. And it's likely that Dr. Fauci funded the creation of COVID-19. What once was a conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. that he had anything to do with the funding of the research that happened in the Wuhan labs of China are now being proven to be accurate. In fact, now they're even going back and saying things like there is no way that we're ever going to be able to this Fauci's words himself. We're never going to be able to know if lockdowns actually did anything to stop the spread of the virus out of Fauci's own mouth on April Fool's Day. The truth starts to come out on April Fool's Day. It's crazy to me, okay? Uh, People that are triple vaxxed are still getting (laughs) COVID-19. It is insanity, What is going on? And what's so weird is in the same sentence, Fauci will say things like, there's no way we're ever going to be able to verify if lockdowns actually worked. But then he says in an article that comes out the same day yesterday that America needs to be prepared to re-implement mask and lockdown procedures if we have spikes in COVID-19. But if it didn't necessarily work the first time and we'll never know, then why try it again? Correct. And now the CDC has admitted, remember a while back, well, not even that long ago, where we said, you know, I don't believe 
these death numbers. Mm-hmm. I, I believe COVID's real. Don't get me wrong. I had it. What, what I'm saying is I don't believe the death numbers. I, I think the death totals are skewed. Then it comes out and proven, and the CDC admits, oh, yeah, uh, those numbers are wrong uh, due to a coding error. You remember that? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, that's our bad. Uh, it really wasn't. It really wasn't that much. Uh, that was a coding error. Um, you know, we're the CDC. What do you expect from us? I mean, you know, like we expect you not to make coding errors uh, in how deadly the virus actually That's is. That's why you have computer guys that keep up with that stuff. And know? overnight, America went from being bright red. You guys remember this too? Went from being bright red of everywhere you go is super infection everywhere. And overnight, literally within seconds, CDC changes the regulations right before the State of the Union to where they can drop the mask mandates. And overnight, it goes to only, I think, like 13% of areas in the entire country are considered high-risk infection areas. And where are they? Major metropolitan Democrat-run cities. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. I guess the war in Ukraine scared COVID out of America. I, I well, if you remember, <laughs> the first concern they had about the war was everybody was going to be getting close to each other, <clears throat> and so forget people killing each other in the streets. They're gonna be really close. In those they're bunkers. gonna get a they're gonna get a really bad cold if they fight with each other. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, you know, refugees are going to be seeking shelters huddled close together. What if they start spreading COVID again? <laughs> But yet, sporting events are packed out, concerts are packed out, nobody said a thing. Yep. And, and, and let's, let's rewind another year. Remember when the start of the NFL season happened? Start of the college football season happened? Fauci and everybody said, get ready, get ready. These places are going to be super spreaders. Not a single one became a, a super spreader. Remember, you went to the national championship to, you know, you took one for the team. I literally put it. Out there for the metaverse. I'm like, if I'm, I'm going and I'm putting my natural immunity to the test, I'm going to an indoor packed, uh, oh, what Lucas Oil Stadium with a whole bunch of southerners who probably were not vaxxed. With a whole, oh, there was definitely one bar we went to. That's where COVID lives, that bar that we went to. Either way, the point is, we came back and guess what? Here we are, <laughs> still alive. But you couldn't say those things back then because you were telling uh, April Fool's jokes. You were spreading false uh, information. You were lying if you said those things. But now all of it just happens to be true. Um, yesterday, listen to this lie. Yesterday, Biden says that he's going to release a million barrels of oil a day to combat uh, Russia's gas hikes. Russia's gas Mm -hmm. hikes. Remember, the price of gas was skyrocketing before Russia invaded Ukraine. But either way, let's look at Biden's booming economy. So, you know, he boasted a booming economy the other day. So, So let's look at this. Okay, now to be truly fair, not a single one of these... Our gas or oil. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Beef and veal up 16.2%. Pork up 14%. Pork up 
Poultry, up 12.5%. Fish and seafood, up 10.4%. Eggs, up 11.4%. Dairy, up 5.2%. Cereal is up 7.8%. Sugar and sweets, 7%. Processed fruits and vegetables, up 7.6%. Fresh vegetables, vegetables, fresh vegetables up 4.3%, fresh fruits up 10.6%, and fats and oils. Do you hear what I just said? Fats are up 11.7%. Fats are up 11. How do you, how do fats go up in the first place? That's what I'm most curious about. How do fats and oils increase? No idea. Of all the things that were listed here, <laughs> the things that I have the hardest time understanding is how fats increased in price. I guess, you can, I guess you can't get that lard anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like you look at your stuff in your pantry and you go, of all the things that if I had to point to one would not be affected by inflation, I got to go with the fats. Like, I, I just feel you like... Think. I just feel like that's the one that is least likely... Uh, I feel like in America, especially, we've got a lot to go around. <laughs> but either way, um, Biden's economy is 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 lopsided across the board. But if you were to ask Biden and the social media and big tech, Biden's economy has created the most jobs of the first year and a half of any president in history. Wrong. Ooh, I like the new You're one. You're welcome. Do it again. Do it again. Wrong. I love it. I love it. We've got Trump on the board now. Either way, they said that they've created more jobs than any president in the first year and a half in history, completely negating that the lockdowns are over and that people are going back to work now going back to work. And everybody's just taking it. Whatever. They admitted UFOs were real in the past two years. Everybody, no one cared. Everybody just walked on about it. There's people who still don't know that they admitted UFOs are real, and that's the problem that I'm trying to talk about. You would think that that would have made the rounds a little bit more. They found glass balls on the moon three months ago. Literally, glass balls on the moon. And everybody's just like, okay. <laughs> and just, just went on about their business. They yeah, too many other things going on. They have created robots and i know i sound crazy here but i've got the articles to back it up i'm just reminding you guys of the episodes here they have created robots that can self-replicate and nobody's blinking an eye i saw it on twitter just yesterday they now have this robot that's made out of like liquid magnets that they've designed that can go inside a human's body to retrieve something that may have been swallowed or something like that. It looks like a scene from Terminator 2 where like half his foot gets blown off and it melts and it tries to find the other part. That's what it looks like. That doesn't sound like it could be used for anything bad whatsoever. It's, I'm telling you, and we're all just sitting here just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever. And people would think that's a joke. It's not a joke. It's real. That's what's really going on. They are creating artificially intelligent robot dogs. Why do we need robot dogs? I don't have a real dog. Expli but explain it to me. Like, who said, you know what's a good idea? You know what we need? Robot dogs. Because that will be 
beneficial to the human race. It'll make a lot of money. I'm just trying to point out to you. <laughs> I'm just trying to point out what's going on. <laughs> and, and, and the reason that we're doing the episode like this is because every single thing that is happening, you sit here and you're like, that's got to be a joke. And that cannot be real. Um, and it is. Beta O'Rourke puts a shirt on yesterday uh, that just says, don't mess with trans kids. I would argue that you're messing with kids trying to force them to be trans, but you know, mm -hmm. whatever. We're going to get into that in a second. Um, Joe Biden yesterday did the most extreme left thing ever of any president, and nobody's really talking about it that much, but we're going to. And nobody wants to talk about it because it's extreme in nature, and nobody wants to discuss it. But before we do that, got to get into a spot. All right, everybody, listen up. I want to bless you this month. Okay, I want to bless you by paying off your mortgage for next month. Okay, um, what about producers? No, you're don't not, you don't count because you're on the show. Crap. You know how much I'd get sued if you want. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, Good Ranchers. Okay, the company that saved this podcast from extinction when we got demonetized on Facebook is under severe attack from the radical left for supporting us, for supporting other conservative voices, and supporting free speech. I need every one of you right now to show your support for this 100% American beef company. I need you to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. And every single order this month, they're going to send me a list and I'm going to pick two people and I'm going to pay off your rent or your mortgage for next month. Okay. Look, not only do you get a hundred percent in America beef or chicken, you also support a conservative company and I'm going to bless you and you have an opportunity to have your rent or your mortgage paid off next month. I know times are tough. I know that everybody is hurting, but so is this company that is trying to do the right thing. So I need everybody right now to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham and make an order today. I've got actually some really good news, but I think I'm going to save that to the end to make Ooh. you guys have to listen to the whole thing. Don't skip through. People are like, yeah, exactly. People are like, yeah, you think that, Graham. Skip, 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 skip <laughs> to the end. Okay, so yesterday was Trans Visibility Day. Um, and, you know, as a, as a Christian, you know, th this is a very hot topic. And a lot of pastors and a lot of, you know, Christians in general will, you know, they'll, they'll dance around this thing quick, boy. They, they don't want to talk about this at all. And, you know, I think it needs to be noted that I do not agree with any of this at all mm -hmm. in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. You are what you are. That's it. Um, however... Is there a place for those people in the church? Absolutely. And that's the mm -hmm. whole point. Now, of course, they're welcome. And of course, I'll be friends with everybody and, and, and love everybody the way that you're supposed to. But, but, you know, wrong is wrong. And especially when it comes to children. So Joe Biden yesterday pushed for 
the federal government to get involved and basically allow children to start the transformation mm. to whatever they want to be. Along with that, we've got the announcing of gender-neutral airport scanners, which I'm not exactly sure what that means or how that works. Um, I, I didn't know that scanners in airports discerned between male and female. Thought we all had to go do the awkward little pose together. Um, but apparently now we're going to invest money for gender-neutral airport If it's a shorter scanners. line, I'll be gender-neutral that day. I'll identify as a unicorn if it gets me through that line <laughs> quicker. All right, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, there's X options now for passports and flight tickets. Uh, I've got to be honest. If I looked on my flight ticket and it said female, I don't think I'd care. As long as I get to as my long destination. As I get on that plane, what does it what does it matter? Do you see the money? Look, and what people don't understand is there's money related to this stuff. What is the importance of I've never my passport, and these are just things that have never crossed in my mind. If I were to look at my passport today and it said female on it, I just would just be like, well, it's been working so far, and I just keep <laughs> going. I just keep going about my business. Why do we even care about this kind know. of stuff in the first place? Like, who goes and be like, ah, uh, excuse me, American Airlines, this ticket says uh, I'm a female. I identify as nothing. So I would like an X in my, I'd like to make my mark, so to speak, right here in, in the spot. Who does that? Karens would do that. Or, or what, what, would the, what would the male name of a Karen be? Chris. Chris? No. I was thinking like a Charles. Charles. Charles? Yeah, okay, we'll go with Charles here. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. Um, Biden is now backing sex changes and hormone therapy. And basically, um, this is Daily Mail, by the way. Biden goes to war with GOP states with trans equality plan, pushing more teaching in schools. Evidence is clear. This is the White House. The evidence is clear that these type of bills, talking about the Florida bill, uh, stigmatize and worsen the well-being and mental health of transgender kids, and they put loving and supportive families across the country at risk of discrimination and harassment. Where's Biden's thing on here? Hang on. I love Daily Mail, but it's so hard to get to the... TSA is also updating its guidelines to remove gender considerations. During airport security checkpoints? What does that even mean? What it, Every American deserves the freedom to be themselves, but far too many transgender Americans still face systemic barriers, discrimination, and acts of violence. <clears throat> Biden said while discussing the TSA systems. What if, I thought you just, you just walk through. What does that mean? Like, like never, I would like to file a complaint. Like, I thought my name is random bag check from time to time. Every time I go through the airport, they got to check my stuff. Because I guess I, I look like a terrorist, I guess. I, it, I, I can see it. it I'm all joking. right. Let's see. Today, the administration once again condemns the proliferation of dangerous anti-transgender legislative attacks that have been introduced and passed in state legislature. Okay, so that's talking about Florida. Here we go. <clears throat> the White House is also launching a new website with resources for children and their parents to circumvent states that have removed critical information about mental health resources for LGBTQ plus youth from official websites. 
Transgender youth often face significant barriers in accessing supportive resources and are at greater risk of attempted suicide. Okay. What that means is indoctrination websites to further the issue that's going on with children that have been groomed to believe that there's something else and there's something wrong with them. Okay, why do you think transgender children and youth are prone to suicide? Why do you think that is? Because they think there's something wrong with them. Exactly. It's because they deal with issues that are not, I wonder if I'm a boy or a girl. That's not it. The issue is, is honestly much more simplistic than that. These children are dealing with depression. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with suicidal thoughts. And they're trying everything and anything to make this pain and this depression and this despair that they're feeling go away. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And these people that are assisting in this are the worst of the worst. Um, let's see here. On Thursday, White House also now directed to release new information. Medical providers confirming that providing gender-affirming care is neither child maltreatment nor malpractice. In other words, children can now circumvent their parents, and so can doctors, if a child comes up and says, I want to be a girl, but mom and dad said, no, you're a boy. No, no. The doctors can now circumvent the parents and do what the child wants. What? Wait, wait. So what? a child can't drink alcohol, but they can change their gender. You beat me to my next point. So ah, you, nice. you got to be 18 to vote. You got to be 18 to join the military. You've got to be 21 to drink. And now... You got to be 21 to smoke. You got to be, you can't even rent a U-Haul until you're 25 years oh, old yeah. because they won't, because you don't have enough experience for the people to let you rent such a big thing to drive down the street. But eight year olds can decide whether or not they want to mutilate their body and become something that they're not. Mm-hmm. There's no April Fools at the end of that statement. That's um. That is really, really, really what is going on. And you know, I used to, I used to be. I'm anti boycott. I'm anti cancel cultures. I really am. I, I don't like cancel culture. I, I, I don't like it. But I, but I'm going to be honest with you. And this is me working out my own thoughts to you guys. Um, this isn't my like official statement. This is just me working my thoughts out. So so me and Alyssa were talking about Disney yesterday, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Disney has straight out gone to war. And they did you know that they have now allocated for 2023 $35 billion to advertising with the strict enforcement of, this is from the top execs, they said, from now on, every show we make, 
will have a lead character that is in the LGBTQIA plus community. So that's gay, lesbian, transgender, whatever it is. Every single thing they make from this point on will have a lead character of the movie, TV show, whatever it is, in that community. And they do not care. And they're devoting $35 billion in advertisement for those things. <clears throat> and like I said, I am not a cancel culture type person, but, but you sit here and you start to think as a parent that fundamentally you don't believe in this. And even more so, you do not want this pushed upon your children, right? Mm -hmm. I'm watching a freaking baking show on Netflix the other day. It actually really is a good show. It's called Is It Cake? And the whole purpose of it, have you, have you guys seen it? The whole purpose of it of is... Of course I haven't seen it. Yeah, for somebody that's in media stuff, Zach, it is appalling to me, <laughs> your lack of watching anything. Okay, I watch stuff all the time, and I watch I watch movies, and even like last night, I looked at Alyssa, and I said, I wonder if this girl put on like a wig to interview, like she's like undercover or whatever, and I was like, I wonder if that's like her real hair, because you know, what they've got her looking like, they got her looking rough through the rest of the show, and she's got like really dark-headed at the top, but like blonde head yeah. and so my mind always goes to i wonder which part they filmed first is that really her real hair the dark-headed part and they filmed that first and then they made it blonde that's how i think so i don't know how you go through your day without watching these things and stuff like that i watch documentaries i'm lame either way the point going back it's called is it cake and there's this there's this guy on there and i can't remember andrew's his name he's got this green beard and all this other kind of stuff which is fine whatever you know i hey man i don't care but, you know, and they go the whole show, the whole show. But they got to put it in there on the last one. They just have to do it. They can't not do it. They can't not point out that he is gay. Like, like if you ever, have you ever noticed that? How, oh, many, yeah. how many shows do you watch where the characters are obviously straight people? But they don't they, they don't put out, you know, me and my heterosexual opposite gender partner. Like like, like they, yeah. they they don't do that, right? Because nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But they have to, man. When the show's they about just have to point it out. So so of course, you know, it, the guy's name is Andrew. And again, I got nothing against the guy. I'm just saying, I'm sitting there with my eight-year-old. My 10-year-old and my 11-year-old, and he goes, yeah, the first cake I ever made was for my husband. And then, of course, they show a picture of his husband and all this other kind of stuff. And Anna Grace, my 8-year-old, goes, what? Like, husband? You know, like, and now I got to sit there and have this conversation with my 8-year-old daughter about uh, homosexuality and, you know, what the Bible says and all this other kind of stuff. And that is my point. We should be able to have our children watch a show about people baking cakes without having to, at the end of it, have conversations about sexual orientation and what the Bible says about that. Mm-hmm. She's eight. And because they just cannot help themselves, 
Lord only knows what they've seen when we're not around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's the problem, okay? Do I agree with the LGBT, LGBTQIA plus squared three to the four power watt? No, I don't have, <laughs> I, you know, the American part of me is like, hey, man, it's America, do what you want. The Christian part of me, no, absolutely. If you yeah. ask me straight up, I'm going to tell you what I think. This is what the Bible says. No, I don't agree with it at all. Um. But regardless if it's gay or straight, right? So Raven Simone comes out yesterday. You would think this was April Fool's. She says, you know, you know what we need to do, Florida? Because she's a Disney star, by the way, Raven Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, this don't say gay bill stuff, which it doesn't say. We should have a don't say straight bill instead. And I read it. And I was like, that's got to be a joke. And I'm looking at it. Of course, she's serious. And then, you know, I got the thing. And I was like, man, you know what? I couldn't agree more. And in fact, if you actually read that bill, that's exactly what the bill says. Hey, from the grades K through three, you can't talk about anything sexual orientation of any kind to children K through three. Which includes straight sex. Which includes heterosexual anything because there is no reason whatsoever for children that young to be having those conversations. Mm-hmm. It is insanity across the board. Across the board, man. And, and that's that's the thing that I keep trying to say over and over and over again. I This isn't even a Christian conversation on this side. Everybody knows where I stand on that. This is just this is just a a decent human mm-hmm. side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. If your kids, if your kids are listening, this is this is the part to not let them listen to, <laughs> to, to, to the show anymore. I probably should have done that before I started talking about this, but especially now. All right, a lot of you listening are parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, you still do what people do that leads to kids, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you do it in front of your children? Do you leave your door wide open so your kids can just walk by and see it going on and all that kind of stuff? Of Even though not. it's completely natural and you're married and, if, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but to allow children just to be able to see extreme amounts of even PDA, like, do you make out with your spouse in front of your kids? No, because it's wrong mm-hmm. and it's just inappropriate. Across the board, it's not an attack. It is just understood. Like you don't, you don't do those things, right? Like I'll, I'll give Alyssa a kiss in public, but it's super light, super fast, super fast. You know, just real quick, and and it's not like all the time either. I'm not making out with Alyssa in the middle of a restaurant. Or out in the middle in a park or whatever. There's children. Like even in the office, it'd be really weird if I walked in. I'm that's, just like, oh, hey guys. That's uh, what I'm trying to say. Like, 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 it's just basic morality that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And what's so weird about this trans thing that's going on is now the federal government is getting involved. Do you guys not see the issues that we're fighting as not only moral, decent people, but as Christians especially? The federal government is now getting involved saying, no, no, you're not going to take away the rights of trans kids. If the kids want P 
puberty blockers, if they want genitalia mutilation, if they want to go, uh, you know, sex change operations, it doesn't matter what the parents say. That doctor, if he agrees, can circumvent parents, et cetera. Are you kidding me? Eight-year-olds want to drive, too. Exactly. <laughs> my daughter wants to drive my truck. Do you think I'm going to let her do it? No. That would be scary. But... We're in a battle for morality in our country. And every single day, it seems more and more and more extreme. Biden, just yesterday, this has nothing with sexuality, this is how stupid it is. This dude gets up there yesterday in his address. All of this was in the same thing. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're a kid, you can have sex change operations, even if your parents don't want you to. Uh, we're going to invest money because there's mass discrimination in TSA. All of a sudden, uh, for gender-neutral x-ray machines. Oh, and by the way, uh, to really combat this gas pump prices, uh, my initiative is going to uh, push America to like all electric by this time. And this is what the guy says. This is what comes out of his mouth. He says, by purchasing an electric vehicle, you can save $80 a month in gas. Ooh, big savings, big savings. And he says it with the straightest face. Oh, yeah. I saw, can, the, I saw the video. You can ever imagine. And so I looked it up because I'm not letting them fact check me. I looked it up and I found an MSNBC article about electric vehicles because I, I just wanted to know. The average electric vehicle is $56,000, $10,000 more expensive than the normal car national Dude. average. $56,800-something. So $80 a month for 12 months, that's $980 a year. So it'd be like... 58 years for you to make your money back on the electric car. And then people pointed out to me, that's not to include that electricity costs would go up. That's not to include the fact that it's actually more expensive to pay for registrations for electric vehicles because you can't put a gas tax on them anymore. So they make the registrations for electric vehicles even more expensive than but normal you're cars. Eighty bucks a month. But that's what they do, man. They lie to you. Your, your, and your electricity bill is probably going to skyrocket. They go for an extra two grand. You can install a charger at your house. Do you know how long it takes to fully charge a car? Like seventeen minutes. You know how long it takes me to fill up a tank of gas? Like two minutes. You're wasting my time at this point. That's if you can find a charger, but then they're like for another two grand, you can have an electricity charger installed at your house. Well, it's going to take you two years on saving gas to even pay for that charger that you put on your house. And, and again, that's why I said, I put a tweet out this morning and I think this just encompasses everything right now in 2022. Every day is April fool's day. Trust nothing, believe no one, and everything in the mainstream media is a lie. Every single thing is a lie. And you simply cannot trust anything. So in 2022, and I'm honestly, I can't wait for 23 <laughs> and 24. Can you imagine 24? When the presidential race is going on, it's going to be insane. It's going to be nuts. If we're all still here by then, 
I don't know if conservative voices or Christian voices are going to even be on the radios anymore by that point. But if we're still here, it's going to be really interesting. Um, welcome to America, where every day is April Fool's. Real quick, I told you I had a proud, uh, a good story, a proud moment, a uh, proud dad moment. I'm going to read it to you really quick. Uh, so yesterday, uh, teacher at my son's school sent us a copy of his uh, spelling test. Right. So, yeah, I know some of you are going, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Just listen. All right. And, um, you know, every once in a while, your kids will do something where you're just like, wow, you know, like, wow, that wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't have nothing to do with that. But but they do something. So um, he made 100 on his spelling test. But on number seven, it was the word climb and he spelled it. But then right next to it, he wrote, mark this one off, please. Uh, I looked at someone else's paper for the answer. He told on himself. Wow. On the sheet. Like, that's what it said. It's got, you know, he had uh, 17 spelling words. And on number seven next to it, he wrote, please mark this one off. I looked on someone else's paper to, to get that one. And I don't know. I was proud as a dad, right? Because you got to think like, like as a kid, like that's, you know. You know, the courage it took for a kid to write that on the paper. Hey, you know, I, I cheated here. Uh, you need to, you know, mark this one off because I because I look when he didn't have to. Yeah, he didn't have to do that. And uh, the teacher, you know, rewarded him and basically said, thank you for your honesty. And she gave him 100 for the test. But, you know, I just got to thinking, I was like, man, I don't know very many adults that would admit to something like that these days. And, you know, anyway, so that that's my little good news uh, for for the day. Not only a proud dad moment, I was pretty pretty proud about that, but sometimes it takes a child to remind us how we're actually supposed to be as people. That's all we have for this episode. It's going to be an interesting month, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and an even better weekend. I'm going to be traveling and uh, abroad next week, and I'm going to be coming to you live from hotel rooms. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure to share it. Make sure to tell a friend. Leave us five stars and a review. It helps us in the rankings. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next time.